what's up guys my name is anthony anthem aka black fabio aka the midnight marauder aka going after your daughter aka if she's legal age aka the other brother from another mother aka okay i'm done anyways um on a serious note so i lost a chunk of the podcast due to poor sound so you're basically getting me right now for like the next five minutes to explain what's going on. So I am doing an episode with Austin Whitaker from The Rise of the Gamers. If you listen to some of the previous episode, um, my man is a huge Kamen Rider fan and a huge like Super Sentai fan. Yes, this is nerd culture and everything, but instead of the usual chit-chat that me and him do, we actually kind of went in depth about some other issues and some other thoughts. I think this is a good episode because it gets you to know a little bit more about who Austin is. Because he is a great guy. He's very kind. Um, very loyal. Very lovable. And, like, I see somebody who has a lot of potential to do good for others. Um, he was rough around the edges when we first met. But, to be honest, though, I think that we all have, you know, our dark sides on things. And I'm letting you know right now, he's a good man. Um, we have never done a solo part like this before, so um, bear with me. I'm just kind of editing, making sure I have something to kind of help with the at least 50 minutes of content we have. Because it's a really good episode. I hope you guys really enjoy it. Well, since we're talking now. um, Look, I want to be serious for a moment. And this is just on a business tip or a business side to whoever's listening. I greatly appreciate you for listening. Myself and my brother have done. Or when it's just me soloing because... It's not like we broke up or anything. My brother just going through some things right now, so I'm taking the reins to keep us consistent. He'll be back one. He'll be back sooner or later, okay? But also, one thing that'll keep us going with this podcast is we really need your help. We have a Patreon. Right now, we only have one tier for like a shout out. And we're trying to come up with ideas for more content as we go. And we could really use some help. Yeah, we have Blue Apron sponsoring us, but without any, you know, like fans organically or anything like that, we're still a small-time podcast. But we enjoy doing this not only just to make it a business, but at the same time because we want to make other people think. I fell in love with doing this podcast idea because I wanted to make a change in my life and just be a better person because I felt like I wasted a lot of time and now I'm just trying to get back to being more assertive on things I want. Um, I've had a lot of struggle in life mentally and physically. It just It's whatever. I'm not trying to give you my style story. But the fact of the matter is, because of the fact that I even got five listeners, 
or six or whatever it may be. I you don't know how much it makes me feel to know that somebody at least listens to anything I say, even if it's outlandish or off the wall like the eagle hunting or whatever it might be. Note, I would never kill an exotic animal. Never. I just wanted to make that clear before anybody gets the idea that I'm some type of animal-hating bastard. I'm not. I just wanted to make that clear real quick. But we have a Patreon, okay? And even if it's just a dollar or, heck, even 50 cents, that'll help. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash delivery bros and that's d-e-l-i-v-e-r-y-b-r-o-s every dollar counts every cent counts even if it's 49 cents i don't know 69 cents i just realized what i did there i think you agree that was pretty funny whoever's listening to this and i don't know just we need more help we need better microphones we need better everything and I know you're thinking why is he going on this long rant I frankly I'm going through a lot right now and I guess it's my outlet right now anybody that can hear me I'm I'm putting my soul into this shit because I know I can be something other than just some loser who who hasn't done anything for himself in a very long time. And hopefully you guys see the person that I am and not what I'm trying to be. Um but yeah, um if you don't want to do the Patreon, you can go on to anchor.fm slash delivery bros. You can also support that way as well. Um, like and subscribe on the different platforms we're on. Um, anything helps, guys. Comments, ratings, anything that shows a little bit of love will really help because we need your help. I mean, I think I think I can do something with this. Sometimes I feel like this podcast helps me see things clearly. Sometimes it helps others see things clearly. I've, I really come to that conclusion that there's a purpose to doing this. And I hope that maybe I inspire you or maybe my brother inspires you, one of us inspires you to do great things for yourself. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast for you guys and really want to continue. Um, Now with that, I am going to go ahead and just get on with the show. Um, I'm not going to do a promo today or nothing like that. We're just going to go straight to the show. Um, What happened was basically me and Austin were introducing ourselves and Austin was basically saying that he doesn't feel like he's a good guy or a good husband. So I chewed him the fuck out. I told him, you know what? Bullshit. You're a good guy and everything. 
And I really do believe that he's a good guy. He's a good husband. His wife is happy. And I wish he would stop self-deprecating and kicking himself in the ass. And this is coming from a guy that knows about self-deprecating. Austin, I appreciate everything you do. I'm glad you're in my life. You, Beth, and Dylan. Just know that. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and start the episode. And um, I really hope you guys enjoy it. So with that, here is a moment of the Common Rider Unmasked. Or in this case, Austin Whitaker Unmasked. So thank you and take care, guys. This is like one of my favorite light novel stories is YouTube. Am I even getting picked up? I can literally see from your laptop. This is... Let's try that. Okay, is that better? Oh, that's better. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's well, I apologize if no one could hear me before. Everybody heard you, trust me. Plus, I can amplify it. Oh, well, that works too. Exactly. So, now, um, back to this whole thing. But yes, you are good enough. She's good enough for you. You both love each other. You make each other happy. And yeah, right now, this is a starter-up apartment for you two. I mean, it's you guys and another roommate. I mean, but fuck it, you're 25. Like... Seriously, three months is going to be 26. That's what I'm saying, though. You're still... You're like... You're young. You're in your mid-20s. You're not going to have everything in your mid-20s. I could already tell you that being almost 30. I've had a few setbacks. And Tell that I'm to my sorry. stepsister. Well, Married and has two kids. Well, that's her and path. And she's only a month and she's only a month older than me. Well, that's her path, not yours. I know. I mean, when it comes down to it, dude, you're living your own life, you're having your own journey. The only thing you need to worry about is you and yours. I know, it's just even though she says like the only way that I would ever end up losing her is if I cut it off myself, it's just yeah, I'm always in constant fear of doing something to lose her. Well then, don't do it. It's well, no, that's that. the point. She said nothing could break us apart unless I do it. Like I literally say, it's like, no, we're done. I want a divorce now. She says that's the only way that love her in. Well, that's because she loves you. I get that. I know. It's just she's gonna be there for you, better or worse, in sickness and health, till death do you part. And that is the wedding vows, okay? I know. It's just my whole life. What do you work, What do you think gonna do to screw up the relationship? I don't know. That's the point. I've literally had this whole thing over my head to where if something good happens in my life, something equal or greater than of shittiness has to happen. I am always looking over my shoulder, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm gonna do anything in my life. Seriously, when I graduated, I was terrified for a fucking month that something just as bad was going to fucking happen. Well, did it? No, but the point is, I've always had this fear. You know, you keep on thinking like that, you are going to obstruct your happiness by self-sabotaging yourself. I know. You know I know. I know. Because I've done it to myself. That's one of the worst things you can do to yourself. It's basically live in fear, and then you're just going to make your own self-destruction. At that point, you might as well just slap the shit out of yourself every day. It's sort of like self-abuse, bro. You, 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 the one thing I've noticed about you is sometimes you've not had no love for yourself. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, 
I feel like you don't give yourself a chance to just, you know, have a relationship with yourself and realize the person that you are. You invite people to your home, break bread with us. We've been doing this Rise of the Gamer shit for like how long now? Since like the, uh, the end of last uh, summer? And I think so. I mean, yeah, I think we're closing in on the year you and Lauren joined. Yeah. And obviously, we keep coming back because we like you guys. I know. So. I don't. I don't. I just got this negative image in my head of myself. I'm just. And you need to stop it. You really do. I don't know. I guess I just think I'm this kind of person who doesn't deserve all of this. I most. I just feel like like everything in my life has just been handed to me sometimes. Or if like seriously, my graduation that seriously would not happen if my mom, my grandmother, and Bet Mizu had not been on my ass. Well, to help me out with that, I would have. Got, I wouldn't have gotten my first job if. Bet God damn, Mizu hadn't freaking. I know she says she didn't do this, but I heard this over the phone to the point to where the conversation went. Either you get a job soon, or I'm dumping you. Good for her. And good for you for getting a job. And I, and I gotta perfectly admit that if it had not been for uh, my mother and my stepfather moving out of their house to eventually go down to Rolla for his business, which I want to jump over to there after this, is that um, I don't even think I would have moved out. I found, again, I liked having the safety net. I liked always having a backup plan in case I screwed up, but I don't even have one because my grandmother is now down there with them because she used to live in the area. I don't even have that anymore, and Mizu's mother, no way would she be able to hold us and all of our stuff. And no offense to her, in case she ever somehow listens to this, I am not storing my oh, stuff. I am not storing my stuff in your basement. <laughs> I've heard stories, and I'm not going down to that basement, no. Okay, first of all, why are you worried about listening to this and not, you're not saying anything ill? Because someone's going to kick my ass later. I just know it. Why? For what? You haven't said anything bad. I know, just, again, this is the me looking over my shoulder for that other shoe to drop. Austin, you're not a malicious person. I know. I'm not saying I am. Sometimes you are terrible when it comes to playing video games, but you're not a malicious person. <laughs> I'll give you that. You can be temperamental when it comes to getting competitive, but that's about it. That's probably like the worst quality about you. Other than that, everything else about you is fucking great. I wouldn't be over here on a Thursday afternoon doing this comrade shit with you if I didn't like him. I know. Okay, you're a good guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, Mizu sees the same exact thing. Or else she wouldn't have married you. I know. You want to know a little uh, an ironic story with that? About a year, um, yeah, a year before we got married, and a few months before the engagement. Um, again, me and Bizu were out bowling one night, and this guy talked about how great our uh, our relationship looked and all that. And he asked if we were engaged yet, engaged or married. I was like, no, we're not there yet. And yet when Mizu went off the bowl, he took me off to the side a bit. And it was like, dude, put a fucking ring on it. Like, now. Pretty much. Good advice. And that got me thinking, maybe I should. 
Because I got I just... Mizu is only my second relationship in my whole entire life. I only had one other person before. Oh, um, that's so pure. That's so pure. Kind of. Um, that actually, that breakup actually went really, really bad. Breakups um, usually do. <laughs> no, because that also involved my stepmother, which I am not a personal fan of. I can stand her now. Because I've gotten over what happened, and she, if she makes my dad happy, I guess that's okay. But what did your stepmom do? Okay, this story is probably one-sided. It's been years because this happened when I was sixteen, so it's been a decade now, I guess. Oh yeah. So my memory could now. be a little fucked up. You old but fuck. this is how I remember it. Yeah. Was that my ex, Alex? She had called, wanted to talk. Apparently, I was told that she had called and wanted to talk to me and all that. So I ended up calling her on the house phone. Apparently, she didn't, but we still talked anyway. Apparently, Alex, well, Lisa had then called later and then told her a bunch of crap about me that wasn't true. And this one that stuck out to me was that I wrote stories about raping Alex and little children. And I will admit, I have screws loose up here. Because I have extreme ADHD to the point where it's like we could be having a conversation right now. I was like, oh, yeah, ooh, something shiny. Uh-huh. That's one. But, no, it's just – I will admit I am not that screwed up. That that doesn't even sound like you. And I can already say that after knowing you almost a year. Exactly. But, no, um, this was during summer school. Uh, my dad ended up taking me that morning. I walked into the office. I called my mother, and I said, somebody better pick me up from the bus stop. Because I am not going back. And apparently I said this so serious to her, it actually slightly scared her. And she sent my stepfather to come get me after school. Because my parents, uh, my dad or my stepmom was supposed to pick me up from the school. And that's in the back of the school. I went to the front, got on a bus, and I went to the local, uh, got dropped off at the local elementary. And then, yeah, I've, I was with my mom ever since. Wow. And it was only... Uh, that's fucked up, yo. Four years ago now, I think. Uh, I could be wrong. Hold on. No, not four. This is two. What the, what the hell did I get for two years ago that I was finally able to truly reconcile things with my dad? Uh, of course, that was literally the day before my wedding when I was inviting him. Well, that took a lot of balls to do that. Yeah. To be the bigger person after she fucked you your shit up. Yeah, my mom slightly drove slash dragged me over there to do it, but... Well, sometimes you gotta have a closure in life because, man, I know that must have been a weight lift off your shoulders in some aspect. Yeah, and I still call them regularly now because, again, they, uh, they, they did also live in the area, but about Christmas of that year, um... They moved down to Louisiana. My dad got a new uh, job opportunity down there because uh, he used to work on like big hydraulic equipment, like the cranes for uh, building. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And all that. Yeah, he used to work with H. Well, he worked for a few companies, but the major one he used to work for was HSI, hmm. and they manufactured parts for these machines in case something broke and all that. Right. And like my dad was a handyman and all that with all this stuff. He's also the kind of friend back in the day that if you had like something wrong with your car, you bring it over. He's the person to talk about it. He's the guy and work on it. I remember how my dad uh, ended up taking uh, a hood latch in the head on accident. <laughs> Just 
working on someone's car. Ow. Yeah. What was keeping the hood up came undone, and he took that hook in the back in his head. That, that required hurt. stitches, and it. That was actually kind of funny. That was the one time I ever saw my uh, stepmother grossed out when she was finally okay to put the staples out. Oof. Yeah. Your poor dad. But, um, no. It was getting to the point to where, like, if he continued using his hands like that, he was going to be handicapped. Right. So, he had a job, a pretty good office job down in Louisiana. Still working for a company like this, just an office job now. Good. And yeah, they took it, and they've been down there since Christmas two years ago. Well, and then you, know you get some Cajun food when you go down there. And then yeah, a few months after that, hey. uh, my mother and my stepfather moved down to Rolla because my stepfather he built smokers and a, a crap ton of parts for smokers. Oh, yeah, the St. Louis folks at the barbecue. Yeah, this guy knows how to smoke meat. It's like, he's the number one smoker I know of. Hey, I mean, I ain't got nothing against St. Louis, but when it comes to your barbecue, you're not better than KC. I said it. Yeah, I remember like, that he used I'm to have kidding. this... Yeah, he seriously bought, like, a normal trailer, like, just the normal bed to put stuff on, and he built that from the ground up and made his own football chiefs-themed smoker. He had, smoker. he had a freaking uh, trailer... Like a uh, closed-off moving trailer, like a uh, U-Haul would use, except like longer. As almost like a hollowed out RV. He turned it into an RV <laughs> for wow. smoking too. One half of it's like sleeping quarters and all that. The other half is for cooking. And it's like this guy is like huge for this, which is ironic because they also have an RV now. Well, trailer. Wow. Well. Actual living trailer. Well, shoot. Do I think he's able to make that out of that? Yeah. Oh my god. And the air conditioning unit he put in this thing. Holy shit. You put that thing on high and that thing becomes an icebox. <laughs> another man's junk is another man's treasure. Exactly. That's some true statements right there. But yeah, he's been improving his build, his recipes, and all that. He doesn't compete anymore. But he used to before do not bad sometimes he lose sometimes he'd win but yeah most of the time it's in the middle but again you ever do the american royal a few times yeah that's freaking awesome because i you know i've actually worked at the american royal doing like car um do parking cars and shit but i've never gotten to just go to american royal and kick it yeah, i never actually got to go myself because again I, just being outside in the heat for all that it's just that's not an austin thing well, I don't know. Now that they do it during Labor Day weekend, it's a lot cooler. So. I know. I know. Just for the whole competition thing, though, this just wasn't my thing. Although there was one time. I remember this one I went to that was out near Shawnee. Or it was in. I can't remember exactly. But, um, no, I actually was in trouble. That day. I had to do schoolwork that whole entire day, which sucked. But it wasn't that bad out. And I got to have the I, I thought was the best burger I had in my life that one day. Yeah, they got some good food. Was that was bought at a restaurant nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've gotten some good barbecue from there. Oh, wait. Did you go to Rockstar Burgers? Maybe. No, no, no. Wait a minute. No, I don't know. Shiny. Either way. Oh, there's this place. I got to take you guys. We got to go there one day. Um, It's open 24-7. Uh-oh. And it's down in West Bottoms. 
um, right next to where the American uh, Roll used to be over there by Kemper and stuff. Um, Kemper Arena, which is in Kansas City, by the way. And they have this place called Rockstar Burgers. And it's, they got this one burger where they put an egg, they put bacon on it, they put like a whole bunch of string like fried onions and a whole bunch of stuff all over this burger. Well, hell, why don't we plan for a night for this and you can drive us out there. Heck You've yeah. got the vehicle for it. And cause, SUV, baby. Yeah, uh, I can drive. I've been driving for over a year. I just, I don't like driving on highways. How do you not like driving on one of the best parts of life? Like, I enjoy highway driving. Are you made, I, was, I thought you were making a joke about that song, like, Life is a Highway. Don't you dare start no, singing. No, sir. This is not one of those white guy moments where we're going to start saying, no. <laughs> I was talking about actually because of that. I like traveling. So, like, for instance, I drove to Florida when I was living out there for six months. Yeah, I got to from here to our closest Walmart. That highway I can do, but that's about it. Well, that and. You're missing out on seeing the There's world, a few, bro. I just, I know. I just, I don't like doing it. I don't like going that fast in my car. Uh, what kind of car you got? 2001 Nissan Xterra. Yeah, those are still pretty decent cars. You get a great gas mileage in a Nissan. Yeah. That would be perfect for some traveling. I can go to, like, Colorado. It's only 10 hours away. Yeah, I just wish that when I got this car, I would have been told about all the features in the damn thing. No, because seriously, the first Christmas I got to drive around in this car, again, it was after it snowed a bit, but there was still, like, a lot of non-major roads were still somewhat snowed over. Mm-hmm. So I had I volunteered to go get my grandmother. I, t- I went the way I normally go. I did not know this was not a major way. And so, of course, some of the roads were still snowed over. And, of course, when I go for my break, mm-hmm. it's suddenly not going all the way in. It's like stuttering. And, it was, and I was thinking, oh, my God, what the fuck did I do? Did I just fuck up my car somehow? Of course, I get to my grandmother's, call my stepdad, and he's like, oh, no, that's the anti-lock brake. And I was like, the fuck is an anti-lock brake? And he's like, well, it stops you from locking up your brakes, and it makes it easier for that. And it was just, the fuck didn't you tell me about this? And I was like, I forgot. Oh, dear. I mean, seriously, it's the first time I even drove in snow. Well, is any consolation. Well, I should say on. Well, sending consolation, at least you made it one piece. My car can go through snow, but it can also get stuck in snow. Even though I have an SUV, but I don't got four-wheel drive in my SUV. Even, even if I, I do. did. Is it, what's it? How the fuck you got a good car? I know. I just, again, I, just, I, lo- I want to try and take care of it as best as I can because I'm not a car aficionado. You know, you get good gas. I only remember the name of his car because I took the time to try and memorize it. Sometimes you get better gas mileage when you're hitting highways. Seriously, I could take a look at every single vehicle in our in the parking lot outside. I will tell you that it's a car, van, or truck, but that's all I can do. Oh, sure. I, mean, I cannot to... tell you exactly what kind of car or truck. I know a few cars just because of the fact that I was like into cars and stuff like that back in high school. You know, Fast and Furious. Everybody was into Fast and Furious and shit. But like. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to fix it. I can do light maintenance on my damn car. I can change my oil. I can change my spark plugs. I can change my battery, change light bulbs and shit like that. And a tire. But 
I'm not Mr. I know everything about a car inside and out. I am not the guy you go to in the neighborhood. <laughs> I am not your daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yo, dude, you need to go on a road trip. I know. I'm serious. You and the lady should go. Oh, you know what we should do? Uh-oh. I, no, seriously. You guys should really do this one day. Okay. Um, I forget the name of the dang town. I don't know if it's Wesson. I think it is Wesson, Wesson, Missouri. It's a nice getaway. Like, you guys could go out there. It's like an old Germanic-style town. They got, like, uh, this thing where you can go to this shop and buy a bottle of wine and a whole bunch of, like, uh, charcuterie. And, you know, you can sit up on this hill or something like that, have a little picnic and stuff like that. They got um, a bed and breakfast in the town and everything. Shit's romantic. Like, seriously, you should, you guys should do that. They even got, like, cobblestone rolls and stuff. Like, it's actually a nice, like, getaway for the weekend. And you can probably do it for a very efficient price. I mean, it's still Missouri. <laughs> you can go on some tours. They got this um, one bar that's, like, underground. It's supposed to be, like, an old Irish pub or some shit like that in there. There's, like, some dope shit you guys can do. Hmm. Yeah. Romance. It's only, like... Hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. How far are we in? We're only thirty minutes in. Oh wow. Yes. As I'm going in and releasing the layers of Austin Whitaker. The Anthony Williams project. What? <laughs> I feel so judged right now. The way he's shaking his head at I me. Mean, he's like, Why the hell did I decide to do this? With this nut. Well, that's because I'm a crack nut and you like how nutty I can be. Mm. Well, let's get to one of the subjects that we decided that we were going to talk about. Oh, um, um, how to get your girl to do anything. No! One-on-one. Oh, no, that's not it. No! Oh, okay, I got it. I know what it was. How to get to second base. With Austin Whitaker? No. Well, I would have liked that later earlier in my life, but no. Well, I mean, at this point, you can hit home runs if you want to now. No comment. <laughs> I don't think Mizu would like that information out there. Well, she, she's probably also thinking, yeah, that is true. He can hit some home runs if he wants to. But uh, we're not going to go into that. No. Because um, I don't want to know about your conjugal visits. No. I said I don't want to know. I know. Exactly. Whatever you do conjugally is your business. I'm not into sheets with you guys. Okay. But no, a few of our favorite shows from the Tokusatsu. Oh, we were going to talk about Kamen Rider. Yes. I didn't know we had that going on or it was going to be something in common. <sighs> No, Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, anything like it. So, we could always talk about Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. I feel like I'm getting to unlock a personality out of Austin Whitaker. Hmm. Yes. So, I mean, besides that, how did you grow up, man? Like, for real. It wasn't bad. Um, It definitely got weird after my parents got divorced again. I live with my mom most of the time. I got to see my dad every other weekend. And eventually, my dad ended up seeing someone and remarried. 
eventually the it changed to getting to live at a parent's house every other week. And that just kind of made things downhill for me because I really didn't feel like I was respected much at my dad's house. I always kind of felt like my stepmother was just using us. And it eventually drove it to where out of my dad's three children, my my older sister, uh, Nicole, or Nikki, depending on how you want to call her, right? she was the first one to move out. Um, Are you still close to your siblings? Uh, my little sister, Megan, yeah, uh, I'm still close with her and all. Again, she uh, moved into a house that's still within the area of driving, so I can still see her. My older sister, um... No. Um, actually, around Christmas, this last Christmas, I tried contacting her to see if... Hopefully she would try and talk to my dad and maybe reconcile things or just something. Or at least say Merry Christmas. Just something. But, um... She's not there yet. Oh, God, no. It's been over a decade for her, and... Oh God no! I lit a fuse on a mine shaft full of TNT. Trying to do it in good time. And she, the way she worded things, it severely pissed me off. So I cut her off. I no one. I don't care how she feels about that. Well, now I do. But the point is, I'm still not gonna reconnect. Cause just the way she worded everything to the point where she literally thought I was calling her to tell her that Dad was dead. Wow. Yeah, just, I don't care how wrong she feels about that. Just, no, I don't care how someone, if you talk about my family like that, and you were close to me, I'm going to cut you off. I don't want that a part of my life. She's going to come to the crossroads and make peace with y'all later, I guess. At some point, but no. Um, I mean, what did she say? I really don't want to get into that, but just leave it at that. But no, I do have two older, I do have a younger and older stepbrother. Um, the younger one actually got married last September. Oh, that's the wedding you went to last September. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I have older... I have technically two older stepsisters. One from my stepdad's side of the family. An older one from my stepmother's side of the family. Uh, the one on my stepdad's, Melissa. Um, she got married last summer, too. and Well, or maybe in the summer before that. But anyway, I was actually one of the groomsmen. I got chosen to be one of the groomsmen for that. Mm, which is why I have that cowboy hat, because it was cowboy-themed. Mm, I'll tell you what, I've been best man twice, and well, actually three times you count. I was one for a girl. Well, she didn't want a maid of honor, she wanted me. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Well, you were maid of honor. I was man of honor, I guess we're going to call that. I was going with made M-A-D, not M-A-I-D. I guess. Or butler of honor. You were a fool of honor. How about that? Um, so much honor. Yeah, and some of our bridesmaids were cute. But, uh, no. I was giving myself that weekend, though. Um, that was technically, I think it was, no, that was her first wedding, but with, uh, the second person she's been with that I know of. And she has um, two children from her first relationship. Uh, their names are Brantley and Braxton. And God, do I love my little nephews. 
That's good. I got them hooked on Power Rangers. <laughs> Uncle Austin, let's watch Power Rangers. They pretty much do that when they see now. Oh my gosh, I got a knee she hates me for that. No, because again, um, as you know, when I said earlier, when I collect stuff, um, my very first like full-on collection beside before after Common Rider stuff was the Power Rangers Legacy line, and I found a guy on eBay who was selling the Legacy Titanic, Dragonzord, and Megazord stuff with a bunch of the uh, Play School stuff. And I was wondering, like, would you mind decreasing the price if I just want the Legacy stuff? I was like, no, it's like full price. It's like, no, everything goes. So I paid a hefty price for that. I'm not saying what it was. Was it $500? Actually, you hit that right on the mark. How did I know? Which I pretty sure I overpaid. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, it was still worth it in the end. Because this I is know? not toy quality stuff. This is literal collector collectible. I, I mean, seriously, if you hit somebody with the freaking Dragon Zord, you are going to maybe kill them with all the diecast metal that is in that thing. Yeah, I'm gonna need you not to do that. I'm just saying, out of all the lazy stuff, the Dragon Sword's got the most fucking die-cast metal in it. See, but the point is, is that, no, I gave my I gave my nephews the play school stuff, and they love it. And then when it came to one of my nephew's birthdays, I got him that remote, uh, uh little, the mini, uh, Dragon Dagger-controlled, uh, Dragon Sword. Mm -hmm. And I got him that, and he loves that thing. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, because it spins around and whips its tail back and forth. Do not make that reference to that song. But, um, no, he likes hitting his brother with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, it's not enough to actually hurt him or anything. He just thinks it's fun. I will say this. Um, one thing about being an uncle, man, is it's a great feeling because you show them things that you like or whatever. I got, um, I got a little niece. Her name is Layla, and she's about six going on seven. And... This little girl is like the biggest nerd you can ever see, and I love it because, like, one time we were sitting there, we were watching TV or something like that, and I let her use my tablet, and she was like, "Hey, uncle, take a look at this." She's on Google, um, Google like World or something like that, or whatever it's called, and she's looking at different places of the world, like, "Oh, look, it's Egypt." Hey. Give me a place to look up. Okay, look up Germany. She's like, ooh, Germany's pretty. Ooh, um, let's see. Try Japan. Ooh, Japan. Ooh, she like, she just wanted to know the geographics and freaking landmarks of all the countries and stuff like that. And then on top of that, I was watching anime in the house too. Mm-hmm. Dude, she now watches anime. <laughs> I got this via her mom like a couple days ago. I was like, Yes, I corrupted another one. That's what she's like, that's all she watches now is anime. That's actually ironic. That's how I feel every time I got a f one of my friends to start watching Commander. It's like, yes, I have corrupted them. Exactly. I was like, another one corrupted. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I got a nerdy niece and also got a niece who's a cheerleader and all this. She's kind of like the diva. And she also talks a lot of smack and somebody talked back to her like that. So listen here, I'm the boss, okay? Da -da -da. <laughs> She's like a miniature Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love my I love my nieces. Oh my gosh, 
Uh, you just had me have a flashback about me and all. So, I mean, let me ask you something. I want to ask this question. All right, when it comes to your older sister, like, if she were to call you now, do you think you could forgive her? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. Because I get dad hurt us both pretty badly, and especially with her more. It was pretty much actual abuse with her. But I, I'm just not entirely sure if I could. I finally got dad back into my life and all that, and here she is saying, like, oh, I hope he dies and all that. It was, just, it was too much for me. I mean, I guess I could feel why she has feelings of animosity. But at the same time, I can understand where you're coming from, too. Because, like, I guess maybe he's changed from what he used to be. I don't really know the full story on it. So I can see because you're just like, I really care for this person. I also care about you. But it's just like, you're kind of putting me into, like, middle. I can't be the enemy and the, um, and the ally in this case. So you had to choose a side. And it sounds like it was a sucky choice. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I mean, I don't... Me, I don't know what to cut her off. But at the same time, I understand you have to stand your ground and be like, hey, like, you're going too fucking far. So, I'm sorry that that happened, man. Thanks. Shoot. Nobody deserves to die. I mean... If I were, if I, let me put like this. I forgave my dad a long time ago. For all shit he's done. He's still an asshole. But, it is what it is. Like, I cannot sit here mad about all the things he's done at the age of 29. I mean, pretty much at this point, I had to grow up and be a man without him. And, comes down to it, he's living his life, I'm living mine. Yeah. And I mean, and your sister's really gonna have to realize that as much as he probably was somebody that put her in a lot of pain, her holding on to that is not gonna give her full closure in life. Because one day your dad will pass away. And she's gonna regret it. Yeah. If she doesn't reconcile with him eventually. I mean, if she's listening out there, I hope she considers your position in the situation of her saying what she said. It's like part of you understood, but part of you was just like, you kind of went down like a hole that didn't need to go down. That's understandable. Yeah. I know usually me and you, when we get together, we talk about some of the nerdiest shit or whatever. But I feel like with this one, I wanted to really kind of just break into your personality a little bit because you do have a lot of great qualities. And if I can be quite honest, sometimes it's really cool to have those conversations. And I hope it I hope you know that when you're talking to me, it's you know this is just me extending my olive branch to you and let you know that this is a place where you can be open about what's going on and what you're feeling. Yeah. And this is on or off the podcast. I know. Yeah, because you like the whole shit in, sir. You do not like talking about your feelings. 
Yeah, I do not. That's At all. masculinity, sir. To be all manly and macho. Matt, you know I'm being right. It's like, you don't want to seem like a wuss talking about your shit, do you? Nah, it's not that. It's just how I've dealt with things. Yeah, but is it really healthy? Do you really think about it? Think it's for somebody who was in the hospital, like, last week. <laughs> that shit right there will stress you the hell out. I mean, at this point, you, you know how me and my brother are. We're going to say how we mean and how we feel. A lot of the reason why we do that is because we've seen what kind of damage it can do to you later. I mean, hell, that's how my grandma died. Overworked and held a lot of shit in when it came to, you know, her relationship with my grandfather. But on the last day, she's actually releasing this saying, I'm sick and tired of this shit, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, she was gone. Wow. That's what I'm saying. As a family treasure, just keep holding everything inside. That's that's not good for you, and that's not good for your future relationships with people. Or even in your present ones. And if they don't like what you're feeling, they're probably not the person to be around. Quite honest. And that's true statements right there. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve to feel what you feel, and you deserve to express it any way you want. Even if it doesn't make sense to even me, it's still your feelings. Yeah. You look like you're going to fall asleep. Not at all. If anything, it's chill. This is just me enjoying the conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, you're looking like you were just so serious and sad. Why is that? Are you pregnant? No. Did she finally get you pregnant in the butt? What happened? Dude, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, you were looking all serious over there. I'm just trying to keep it real and let you know. Stuff is just hard to talk about, that's all. Oh, well, shoot. Just know that it's cool to open up. This is showing another you. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like you. You're showing another you to me. And I was like, oh, boy, I didn't know you loved me or not. I'm so emotional now. (laughs) What the hell are we going to do with you? You know what? I don't think there's much you can do at this point. Shoot, lock me up in a crazy house and call it a day, I guess. Okay, well, this has been Austin. That's been Anthem signing out. Signing out? What? (laughs) Why the hell are you signing out? (laughs) I was going to say, dang, I didn't know we were going to have such an abrupt signing out. I was about to say, this is turning into a real-world episode. Why not anyway? I want to get somewhere. You've got stuff you need to get done today. I don't want to take any more of your time. You're not taking up my time. I know, considering I'm heading to the place you've already got to head to next to anyway. Oh, that's right. I do that on the build-up. Yeah. All right. Well, we build up this episode, and now we got to go tear it down. Okay, so with that, um, this has been another AKA After Dark. I'm just playing. Yeah. It's no. like four in the after. I'm sorry. It's, like it's five about one. to be six. Okay, I'm sorry. I lost track of time. Damn daylight savings time. What? That was weeks ago. Okay, I am old, okay? 
A lot has happened in the last two weeks. Okay, just fine. I mean, seriously. Can an old man just get a break? I, I got your wife, like, worried about me. I got your your roommate worried about me. My brother's worried about me. My mother's worried about me. The whole damn... You were in the hospital! Okay, first of all, I'm alive. I didn't die. Yeah. I didn't say you died in the hospital. I just said you were in the hospital. There's any consolation. I love the fact that you guys care about me, though. But still. Good grief. Everybody's like sweating beads. <laughs> it's like, I'm alive. I'm still Anthony. I just got to do some changes in my life. What? I just can't be eating my shit like I usually do. That means no McDonald's, no Burger King, no Taco Bell. Oh, damn. I mean, it's one thing if I do it sparingly, but shit, I ain't gonna lie. I was eating my shit every day. Okay. I'm just saying. I love a good burger. Well, I'm about to go get some bef before going to build up. That's what she said. D finish this. Okay. So with that, um, I want to thank um, Kaiser for coming through to the... Um, Episode that we're gonna probably call um, a one-on-one -on -one with Austin Whitaker as we look inside his mind. Actually, you know what? The Why not just inside the mind of Austin Whitaker? Deep inside. <sighs> you got to get that joke in there. Fine. Okay. And so, I gotta admit, it was fun being on here. It's a little different. Well, it's a really different doing one-on-one instead of doing group stuff. Yeah, once in a while, sure. We and got... personally, I was thinking we were going to do our common Rider talk instead of trying to crack me open. Well, I mean, I think this is actually a good episode because I got the crack open. I don't know. I'll have to listen to this later. I'm already listening to the other one. <laughs> and that is the After Dark episode, if you didn't know. Yeah, go check it out, guys. So, yeah. So, um... This has been Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Mr. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Your Future Saturday, a.k.a. And as you know, just the a.k.a. Mr. a.k.a. And this is Austin Whitaker, a.k.a. Kaiser. See, even everybody's getting an a.k.a. these days. And that is Team a.k.a. for you. Oh. Team a.k.a. Hey, yo, if you like the delivery, bros, you're officially a part of that team, a.k.a. With that, we done tonight. Bye.